the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Let's talk more about the current state of our very dangerous world uh, with retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, CIA-trained, former senior intelligence officer and a New York Times best-selling author. His latest book is The Last Line. He's a senior fellow with both the London Center for Policy Research and the Center for Advanced Defense Studies. Colonel, welcome back to the Salcedo Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Good to be on. Uh, North Korean uh, situation. Uh, You've got Kim Jong-un threatening to detonate another nuclear test. Uh, this is this is being dubbed by the administration as very provocative. We've got the Carl Vincent strike group at, in range right now of North Korea. Where do you see this whole situation unfolding? Well, I think that it's going in two directions, which I think uh, are still both good. I mean, despite the slight birth, uh, you know, it's very painful, but what comes out the other end is good. Uh, look, we, we've, we've had a change of policy as stipulated by H.R. McMaster. The new policy is to include military uh, uh, force as a, as a component of, of national security and foreign policy. So that's, uh, that's a change from every other administration, especially regarding the North Koreans, uh, since about t- 1992. So, uh, you know, the, the Bush uh, 43 folks did it somewhat, but I, they never even dreamt of doing it against the North Koreans. I think it's on the table. Secondly, the, the Chinese themselves now, have come to recognize uh, what I think was hidden in plain sight. If North Korea fails, if anything happens, if there's a shooting war, the Chinese are going to suffer the most. Yeah, we'll get some some water on us. They're going to get hit by a storm. And if it's a shooting war, their economy tanks, that is to say both North Korea and China. And if, if the country fails, all the refugees go to China. They don't go to South Korea. So I think this is where the Chinese themselves have recognized that their interest is aligned with our interest regarding reining in a very vicious, uh, very out-of-control North Korea. And so I, I do believe that the, the, uh, the benefit uh, of Mr. Trump standing up to the North Koreans is the fact that I think our, our overall policy in the Pacific will be uh, strengthened, and uh, our allies uh, have long felt that we need to be doing more, and at this point we are. Yeah, uh, I, I have a severe distrust, as you know, of communists. I don't I don't trust them. I don't trust their word. And it's the same thing with the Chinese, that they, they will operate in their own best interests, not in ours. And uh, they, they will actually often operate against our best interests. Charles Krauthammer wrote the Fox News Channel has a has an idea. And it's one that I actually support of rearming Seoul with U.S. based short range short range. Uh, tactical nuclear weapons, and also allowing Tokyo to arm with U.S. 
uh, short-range tactical nukes as a mechanism to get, because the consensus is China isn't doing enough. They're just, a lot of it is wallpaper, and they're just trying to get past this, this crisis, but they need to act as the responsible patron of that region, and the only thing to prompt them to do that, Krauthammer uh, rationalizes, is to, is to put nukes as a deterrent in both Tokyo and in Seoul. What do you think? Well, I don't know what he said that I said something similar on uh, fr- uh, Saturday with Neil Cabuto, or where Neil and I were talking about this on Saturday, where uh, I don't agree about South Korea. I think uh, you get you get nuclear weapons in that situation. I think there's a chance, especially if there's a rapid advance, you may not have the chance to, to, to get them to use them. So I, I don't believe necessarily in South Korea. However, I do agree with Japan for two reasons. First, uh, the, the Japanese uh, essentially have the capability to become nuclear with or without us. They, they, they have reactors. The, I think they've quietly been able to establish a path to a nuclear weapon if they so chose because of the lack of clarity by Barack Obama and others. And frankly, the other, the other thing, you're, you're playing the Japanese card against the Chinese. The Chinese, just the, the mention of, of nuclear and Japan in the same sentence <laughs> chills of fear to the Chinese. Yeah. So you are literally getting a twofer if you talk about arming Japan. And, and again, Chris, uh, President Trump's the kind of guy who will put that on the table because he will. Uh, other presidents would never consider that because, oh, my goodness, this, this could really upset people. Well, it should. And frankly, it's in, in our best interest to use that as a potential leverage against the Chinese. So I think he's right about Japan. I'm not quite, I, I don't agree on, on, uh, on South Korea. All right, retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, CIA-trained, former senior intelligence officer, is our guest right now here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Let's, let's pivot to Iran, if we can. Uh, sure. the, the Iran nuke deal, We just uh, there was a, a, a great article that appeared in Politico last week talking about, you know, you and I knew this deal was bad. We knew that it was Obama looking for ways to to funnel uh, billions of American taxpayer dollars to the number one state sponsor of terror and to pave a way for them to have nukes at the end of 10 years. We all knew that. But all of the other things that they gave away are now coming to light right now, Colonel, that uh, about really bad actors who, who were taken off, who, who we were pursuing, and now we're no longer pursuing. Uh, these people have blood on their hands of our allies, not directly American blood, but they're, they're bad folks. And now we're just starting to get word of just how much of the store that Obama gave away on this deal. Look, two, two points. First, I, I advise one of um, Donald Trump's advisors going in that they should have should treat the entire uh, Obama White House as a crime scene because you would come across all these evidence of wrongdoing. And, of course, I wasn't listened to, which I think was a huge mistake. But this is another example of where they should have come in with a, a greater deal of clarity to go after the Obama administration for the very things you're talking about. And I think there's uh, additional criminal acts out there to be talked about. Uh, secondly, uh, along the same line of thinking, look, the same people who gave you the South Korean uh, nuclear deal back in 94, uh, which, you know, supposedly in 94 we came to an agreement to, to prevent the North Koreans from obtaining a nuclear weapon. Well, look how well that's worked out. The same <laughs> basic people who did that were involved in the Iran nuclear deal negotiations. I mean, sometimes down to the same name, the same individual. So this is how bad it is. Uh, so, Chris, you tell me, do you really believe that the people who negotiated the 94 nuclear deal with the North Koreans have any different interests or capabilities in what they did for the for the Iran deal uh, a couple of years ago? It's yeah. completely insane to think that these people are thinking any differently. So I have zero confidence that anything is going to be done within the current deal to stop the Iranians from getting the weapon. And frankly, we know for a fact that some of the money that we, we gave them via this deal has, been, has gone to the North Koreans to help uh, – 
do research and development within the Korean nuclear program. So there's nothing good here, and it's all related. So, uh, again, I I know that uh, Trump, Mr. Trump has said that they're going to stick stick with the deal for now. Uh, I would seriously think about walking away. And, and Chris, as you know, it's not even a treaty. It's it's, it's a basic uh, executive agreement between the two nations, which, uh, because of some mistakes by uh, one of the senators uh, on the Republican side, uh, it prevented us from becoming a reviewed for a treaty. So I think uh, yeah. I think uh, President Trump should go back and look at it and say, look, uh, we need to make this a treaty. We're going to go back, go back and renegotiate. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And as we said, the problem with that about leaving it now is that we, uh, Obama made sure that his friends over in the Ayatollah got all their goodies up front. And, and and that and that's the problem. And getting sanctions put back in is going to be tough because we have our European allies doing business with Iran. Last thing I wanted to talk to you about because this is something you left the military. I mean, uh, General Michael Flynn is in, is in trouble right now by by all estimations about about what he did and what he accepted uh, money from from Russia and all this kind of stuff. And, and it all centers around getting permission to do these kinds of things, which it looks like he didn't do. Can you give us some insight on what you have to do as a, a former military guy to, to get these types of permissions? Well, apparently it's something called the Emoluments Act, which restricts a, an officer after retirement from accepting for, uh, a, a payments from a foreign source. It's not that you can't necessarily do it. It's just that you have to have a certain amount. You have to have permission to do it. You have to have clearance. And that's where it seems to have broken down at this point. Uh, I, I don't know all the details of what happened with Mike. And, and look, I, I consider Mike a friend, and I, I like Mike a lot. I, I just think that, that, that some of this uh, may have been overblown. And, and let me be clear on this by the fact that uh, Mike did, I know for a fact, brief the Pentagon and to include DIA before he went and after he went uh, to, to Russia. And uh, the disclosure of that fact that who paid for the trip, I believe, was, was made right up front. The question becomes, was it, was it sufficient? And that's what people seem to not understand or know at this point. Was it a sufficient level of notification? So, and, and you know, and, and full disclosure, he was part of our think tank and, and still is, London Center for Policy Research. He was one of our senior fellows. So gotcha. he, then, uh, he then also disclosed to us that he was going, uh, the nature of what he was going to do and what he did. So right. uh, I, I think there may be some overblown uh, issues by the fact it's all been politicized. So we'll have to see. I, I, I respect uh, Jason Chapin's too. I know Jason's uh, looking gotcha. into it. I know Congressman Chapin's. So We'll see what happens. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, everybody. CIA trained. His book is the last line. Thank you, sir, for your time. Always here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call a place for mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call a place for mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.